0: So you may have seen in the bulletin last week that for the next few weeks here, we're going to be doing kind of a series of homilies. All of the priests and deacons are going to be preaching on the same themes for the next couple weeks. So today, the theme is, why do we go to Mass? Next week is going to be talking about the liturgy of the Word in the Mass, so kind of the first half of the Mass. And then in two weeks... It's going to be uh, the liturgy of the Eucharist in the Mass, so the second half of the Mass. And the reason that we're doing this is because we're in the sixth chapter of the Gospel of John right now. We're going to be going through this chapter for the next couple of weeks, and this is famously known as the Bread of Life Discourse that Jesus gives uh, to his Jewish followers. And Basically, this is the part of the chapter, the part of the Gospel, where Jesus is really... Telling them uh, the doctrine of the Eucharist. He's telling them, guys, this isn't just bread. You're going to have to eat my body and drink my blood. He says that over and over again. You're going to hear it in the next couple of weeks. He's not quite there yet in today's gospel, but you're going to hear it in the next couple of weeks. So it's important that we focus in these next couple of weeks on the Eucharist and on the Mass and what we're doing here, why we are here. And so to illustrate this, I'll just give you a a little story here. This past week, um, I I went to a movie. One of the things that I like to do for fun is go to movies. So I went to a movie with Father Sarmiento, with Deacon John, Seminarian Nick, with Father Mano, and with a new uh, seminarian from our parish, Jeff Philipsky. We all went to a movie together, uh, and we just had a great time relaxing there, Right? You know, if you go to a movie theater these days, they have like the recliners. They're really super comfy. You can sit back there, and you can just spend a couple hours there passively receiving that story, receiving that entertainment for a while. And it's refreshing to be with your friends and just to relax for a little bit. And you can think of ways that you do that, maybe with a sporting event or a concert or something like that. very similar. But when we come to Mass, brothers and sisters, that's not what we're doing. I tell you that story to show you what we're not doing when we come to Mass. And I know it can seem that way because at Mass we kind of got like the stadium seating here. You kind of sit in the same way that you would at a uh, sporting event or a concert or something like that. You're watching what's happening here at the front and it can be tempting to slip into that passive receptive mentality as you're sitting there in the pews but that's not why you're here that's not why any of us are here we're not here to be passive we're here to do something and one of the common uh, most common um, objections to going to mass that we probably all hear is oh gosh mass is just so boring or Gosh, I I go to Mass, but I don't get anything out of Mass. You've probably heard that before. But again, brothers and sisters, that's not why we're here. We're not here to primarily receive something. Although we do receive something, we receive the greatest thing that there is, Jesus Christ himself in the Eucharist, body, blood, soul, and divinity. But we're here primarily to do something. We're primarily here to offer God... Our worship and to glorify him. And to ask that question or to say, uh, gosh, I don't get anything out of mass, that betrays this mentality of putting yourself first in the worship, an individually centered focus on the worship. We're not here to focus on ourselves, brothers and sisters. We're here to focus on God. We're here to focus on offering him good worship. And so when you're sitting there in the pews during Mass and you're seeing what's happening here, you're listening to the prayers, you should think of yourself as doing something. You should think of yourself with the priests as doing something, offering these prayers to God the Father. And this, brothers and sisters, is why we go to Mass. Not necessarily to get something for ourselves. We can't uh, evaluate our worship on how we feel at the end. No, we're doing something good here. We're offering perfect worship. I don't just say good worship, or even the best worship. I say this again, we're offering perfect worship by coming here to a Catholic Mass on Sunday mornings. And you might think, well, okay, Father, how can you say that? I mean, how can we really say that our worship is any better than Christ's community or a Lutheran church, or any other church that's out there. Well, it's because we're offering the very worship of Jesus Christ himself to God the Father. When we come to Mass, we're not just remembering something that happened. We're not just memorializing it. It's not just a symbol of something that happened a long time ago, 2,000 years ago. No, we're really participating in the very worship of Jesus Christ himself, where he opens his heart and sacrifices himself for the glory of God the Father. There's a reason why we have big crucifixes in Catholic churches. It's so that when you walk into the church, you remember right away what Jesus did for us. You remember that sacrifice, the love with which he gave himself for us. And of course, it's through that sacrifice that he saves us, that he takes away our sins. But more than that, it's through that sacrifice that he offers perfect worship to God the Father, that he glorifies his Father by handing himself over to death. And so when we come to Mass and we participate in the Eucharist, which again is really the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, not a mere symbol, not a mere sign, but really Jesus himself, we're saying that the cross is actually made present on the altar. We can think of ourselves as being transported through time back to that moment of sacrifice with Jesus on the cross. Of course, the sacrifice only happened one time in history. We're not re-sacrificing Jesus or anything like that. But we're making present, again, that sacrifice of Jesus Christ. So that all people throughout time, since that sacrifice, can really be there with Him. Can really participate in that sacrifice and be saved by it. We have that access point to that worship. To that saving action of Jesus Christ on the cross. Every time we come to Mass. Just think about that for a couple minutes and let your mind be blown by that fact. When we come to Mass, it's not something boring. It's not something that we sit back and receive. No, it's something that we're here to all participate in. Something that we're here to all recognize and offer ourselves with Jesus on the cross to God the Father. That's why we're here, brothers and sisters. That's why we come to Mass every weekend. We owe this worship to God. And if we have that uh, individually centered mentality on the Mass, on worship, well, then it's easy to say, uh, you know, sometimes I just don't feel like going to Mass. Or sometimes, you know, I I would rather do something else um, than go to Mass because the Mass just really does not do it for me. Maybe I would rather just go worship on my own. Maybe go for a walk in the woods or something like that. That's not okay. That's not the right mentality to have. Because we have to recognize, again, that when we come to Mass, it's objectively perfect worship. It's the worship of Jesus Christ that we all participate in. That's why we're here. Because we owe it to God. And so I know that's not easy to take in all at once. I know you might be thinking to yourself, well, that's great, but it still doesn't feel good, Father. It's still kind of boring to me. Okay, well, recognize that and take steps now to help yourself understand the Mass better. Take steps to help yourself when you come here on Sunday to participate in a better way. I've got a few suggestions for you. First of all, think of An intention that you can have every time you come to Mass. You probably recognize that when we uh, read the petitions here after the Creed, we say at the end, this Mass is offered for so-and-so. And so that's my intention as the priest. I'm offering the Mass for that person specifically, and for all of you, of course, who are here. But think of your own intention for the Mass. Think of someone who you want to pray for. Maybe it's a family member, a friend, somebody who's sick. Maybe it's somebody who's died. Maybe it's a situation in your life. Maybe somebody needs a job. Maybe you want somebody to come back to the faith or something like that. Offer that intention to Jesus Christ, to God the Father, during this sacrifice. And I promise if you keep that mentality, it's going to help you participate in the sacrifice better. There's also a really great book you could read on the Mass. I think it's called A Biblical Walk Through the Mass by Edward Sri, S-R-I is his last name. If you forget that, ask me afterwards, I'll tell you. A Biblical Walk Through the Mass. He explains every piece of the Mass, where it comes from, why we do it, and how it's focused on the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. My other suggestion for you is to spend a little time before Mass and after Mass reflecting on what has happened. Before Mass, reflecting on what you're about to do, and after Mass, reflecting on what just happened, what you just part- partook in. The gravity, the magnitude, the awesomeness of this sacrifice that we're able to participate in every week. St. Thomas Aquinas wrote two great par- prayers, one for before Mass and one for after Mass. Look those up, Google those, and say those to yourselves. Before and after Mass. Maybe get here a few minutes early. Maybe stay a few minutes late after Mass. You'll avoid the traffic that way, right? But prepare yourself in a good way and say thank you to the Lord afterwards. Brothers and sisters, we have the greatest gift imaginable here at our disposal every day, but especially every Sunday. Let us make sure we're always getting here to offer that perfect worship to God the Father so that we can be those great disciples that he calls us to be and so that we can glorify him in our worship and in everything that we do in our daily lives.